0: Hi there, my name is Pamela and I breed British Shorthair cats in Perth, Western Australia. I've been breeding and exhibiting my cats since 2004 and I'm even a cat show judge. I'm passionate about the cat fancy and I want to share my knowledge and experiences with you so that you can enjoy your hobby as much as I do. That's what the Cat Breeding for Beginners podcast is all about. In this series, I'm taking a moment to answer some of the most regular cat breeding questions I get asked every day. Hopefully the answers will help you too. I'm also covering some topics that are important to new cat breeders so that you can start out on the right foot. Some of the episodes are scripted and some of them are off the cuff. The audio is both good and bad, but the main thing is the information and I'm sharing it in whatever way I can with you in mind. Well, that was an interesting vet visit and I'm going to tell you why. But before I do, I wanna give you a really good tip for when you take your kittens to the vets to get vaccinated. Now, when you breed, you'll have kittens and they need to go in for their first vaccinations and you'll need to take them in and you need to take them in together. So what I do is I take them in a cat carrier, all in one cat carrier. Um, which is normally fine. But what happens is when you have cats, kittens that are little and they're all the same colour, for example, breeding British shorthairs, I might have a litter that's all blues. Or if you breed Russians, they're all blue. Or even if you bred Maine Coons and they were all black, tabby and whites, they're gonna look the same. And it can be a little tricky to tell which ones you've done and which ones you haven't done when it comes time to do their vaccinations on the the vets table. So here's a really good tip. What I'll do is I will take them in their cat carrier and i will then take a second empty cat carrier and with that empty cat carrier i will when we get to the vets we take a kitten from one cat carrier we vaccinate it check it all over check its hearts check if it's a boy or a girl check its teeth all the things that vets do on first vaccinations and then we take that kitten and we pop it back in the empty box And so over the um, period of the, the consultation and while we're doing all the vaccinations, the kittens will move from the box that they came in into the box that they're going home in. And then I'll go home with another empty cat carrier. But it makes it really easy to manage, especially if you've got a big litter and you can't tell the difference between them. So you don't have to worry about, oh, which one have we done? Have we done that one already? that kind of thing. So that's a really great tip I wanted to start with. But now I'm gonna tell you the embarrassing story. So this is something that you should learn from as well. I took my kittens and put them in the carrier. I didn't need to take a second carrier with these kittens because in a litter of four kittens, I have a blue, a lilac, a lilac and white, and a blue and white. So it's really easy to tell the difference between them. So they were in the carrier and off we went to the vets. And we got probably to the end of my street, maybe two streets along, and it happened oh my god one of them I thought it was one of them pooped so the whole car stank it was really bad and I still had another probably 20 minutes worth of driving to do windows down driving along and oh my goodness kitten poo is the worst it just it's gross so I knew when I got to the vets that I was going to have to deal with this now normally what I do And I can't believe I didn't do it this time. But it has been a while since I've taken kittens in for vaccinations. Normally what I do is I take a second blanket or um, towel. And again, even if you were taking that second carrier, you've got it as a backup. I think from now on, I'm just going to take a second carrier. Even if I don't have ones that I can, even if I can tell the difference, I think the backup carrier is probably a good idea. Because that poo poo explosion was just horrendous and the whole drive there for the rest of the drive there I'm just thinking to myself oh please dear god have have you put that under the blanket have you tucked it away under the blanket because if not when we get there you're all going to be covered in it especially if it's a stress poo cats do stress poos when they get in the car and it's always sloppy and gross so fingers crossed it wasn't going to be like that but of course it was. So they, two of them had pooped actually in the end and they'd pooped and the other ones had got it all over themselves. I arrived at the vet's with a cat carrier full of poopy kittens and the smell was awful, just awful. So I was there a little bit early, which was great, and I asked the vet nurses if I could just, I said to them, I've got poopy kittens, and they said, let's take you straight through to the room, which was good because they didn't want me to stink out the waiting room. Now, what would have been good if I had that second carrier, but what also would have been good is if I had a second set of bedding, um, a blanket or a towel to go in the bottom of the box and a plastic bag. Take a plastic bag with you. If you're taking kittens into the vets, just have one in your car that's always in your car. Take a, a bin liner with you that you can shove the bedding in and seal it up tight so it doesn't stench everything out. So we got into the um, the room, the consult room, and we pulled the bedding out, and there was poop everywhere. Um, there was actually just one area of poop, but it seemed like it was everywhere at the time. Um, that We got a, a bin liner and we put it all in there and sealed it up and the kittens were just in the box with no bedding. When the vet came in, I explained to her what had happened. We had a good laugh about it. She put gloves on. I don't blame her. And we proceeded to get the kittens out one by one to give them their checkover and vaccinations. And as they came out, we played a really fun game of was it you that pooped? And we thought we'd found the culprit. We gave that kitten a good clean with some wet paper towels and gave it a clean up, especially since she was helping me to tell whether they were boys or girls, which involved looking at their butts. Yuck. So we cleaned up the one that we thought was the culprit and proceeded to do all the checks on them and vaccinate them. And then we found that there was another one that was also the same, but this one had the poop still attached to it. So it had about, oh, three dangly nuggets stuck along its tail. Ew, the smell, like I said before, was horrendous. So we got all of that off, and luckily the vets there know me really well and just had a good laugh about it. And I felt sorry for Dr. Bryony because she said that, um, I said to her, oh, I thought I was seeing the new vet today. And she said, oh no, I finished my other consults earlier. So I swapped because I wanted to see your kittens. And I was like, well, enjoy the smell. but she's great, she's actually got a British short hair of her own so she loves seeing my kittens and I love the fact that she would want to see them and that makes me really happy. I just felt bad that they were very, very stinky. Well it all went okay in the end. we got them cleaned up, got them vaccinated, everything was good. And then I went out into the waiting area and I put them to the side because they were stinky, went to pay my bill. And of course, what always happens when I take my cats to the vets is that someone comes over to have a look at them in their carrier because they're a litter of cute kittens. They are really cute. And some people that were there with their dogs came over to see them and the lady went to have a look in the carrier and I sort of called out from where I was paying at the desk oh don't get too close and then I thought oh no she's gonna think I'm telling her off for getting close to my kittens so I had to follow that up with don't get too close they smell really badly So everybody in the room knew that they smelled but i think they knew anyway because they would have smelt them they were gross and then i had to drive all the way back home with that bag plastic bag with everything sealed in the bag but they were still really smelly we have gotten home i've let them loose in the kitten room they're running around and they'll they'll get a bit tired later because they've had their vaccinations and then i'm going to go in there when they've calmed down and everything's happy and give them a good wipe down with a wet cloth it's all fine. If you if you breed for long enough, this kind of thing will happen. So my tip is, um, if you have cats that are all of the same colour, definitely take yourself that second carrier to the vets so that you can vaccinate them and know which ones you've done. And also it's a great backup in case they poop themselves. So enjoy that. I hope it doesn't happen to you, but if it does, I want you to be prepared. And while I have you, I just want to tell you about my new Cat Breeders Club. Um, I've been you know, really amazed by the stuff that we've been sharing and talking about. And, you know, one of the people in my new cat, breeders Club, one of my newbies did say that she went to the vet when this happened to her and the nurses at the vets were fine and helped her with everything. But when the vet came in to vaccinate her kittens, the vet actually told her off for having poopy kittens and gave her what she called poo shaming. So I hope that you never have the situation where you go to the vets and have poo shaming from your vets because all vets should understand that cats, sometimes they will just have a stress poop and there's nothing you can do about it. And when they do, because they're confined to a cat carrier, they're going to get it all over themselves. (laughs) I think the nurses are used to it. They deal with it all the time. I think it was a bit mean of the vet to give her a poo shaming over that. But it's just some of the fun things that we've been sharing in the new Cat Breeders Club. If you'd like to find out more about it, there's information on my website at www.catbreedingforbeginners.com. Just click on the, um, the link to the club and you'll find out all about it. I'd love to see you in there. Okay, bye for now. Thanks for listening to the Cat Breeding for Beginners podcast. Make sure you visit my website at catbreedingforbeginners.com for lots more information. You can sign up to my email list and stay tuned as my Cat Breeding 101 online course is coming soon.